Well, good evening, everybody. It's the 8th of January, 2021. A couple of minutes, I suppose, on the uh, oh, wait, big purge. The big purge is going on. Can you believe it's about six months from me to Donald Trump in terms of bans? Six months from me to Donald Trump. Twitter has permanently banned Donald Trump. They have permanently blacklisted Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, his attorney, Sidney Powell. The report is that the Democrats plan to introduce impeachment articles against Trump on Monday, probably to prevent any kind of last-minute declassifications or pardons. Of course, the big ones floating around are Assange and Snowden. And uh, it's uh, really something. Sidney Powell is uh, being uh, sued by Dominion for, I think, $1.3 billion for her claims. And, you know, remember this release, the Kraken stuff? I don't know what the truth of any of these claims are. This is all going to be tested out. I do assume that they're pretty confident if they're going to do the lawsuit against her, uh, pretty confident that even with reverse discovery and all of that, that they're going to be able to come through clean. And she did keep promising all of this stuff, this uh, irrefutable proof, the Kraken and all of that, none of which was forthcoming. And listen, I, this is a hard world for me to understand. This is a hard, not not the, the sort of censorious stuff or the, the bans or the suspensions. What I mean is it's kind of tough for me to picture people make these sort of big claims, oh, I have irrefutable proof, it's coming. And, and, and if they don't have that proof and, Sometimes it seems that they don't. I mean, to just go out and make those bold claims. I'm so perhaps over-cautious with making claims. And uh, yeah, just a correction for those who didn't hear it, because I was obviously talking about very recent news on Wednesday night regarding the storming of the Capitol. But the woman who died, uh, I said that I had heard from a couple of different places. She was a 15-year-old girl. No, no, she was an Army vet. And uh, so I, I put that correction in the description, but uh, just for those of you who didn't get it, I'm sorry for that, but I uh, just wanted to give that correction. But uh, yeah, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty wild thing that's going on at the moment. And it's kind of a fundamental shift, right? The fundamental shift goes something like this. So originally you have, you know, this concept called uh, oh, free speech, right? Now, free speech doesn't mean consequence-free speech. You know, obviously there's slander, there's libel, there's um, other various lawsuits uh, that, that can be given. And But things have kind of changed, right? They've kind of changed now. Uh, Lynn Wood is uh, off, uh, I think, Twitter. And uh, now we have a new standard, right? A new standard. The new standard is not... Well, this is egregiously unpleasant or nasty speech or hate speech. Or that That's not the new standard. The new standard is, I think, I'm just spitballing here based upon what I've read. But the new standard is, could conceivably cause harm. Could conceivably cause harm. That's... A bad standard. Philosophically speaking, that's a bad standard. It's consequentialism, right? And those of us who argued for a free society, who have argued for a free society, and however long we may be able to do so, we know that consequentialism is a, it's a pretty bad faith argument as a whole. Now, the consequentialism argument is, 
Well, negative things would accrue from the application of your philosophy, and therefore your philosophy is wrong. It's false. It's irrational. It goes against the evidence. It's immoral. Now, negative consequences accruing from the adoption of a particular belief system is no way to make an argument. And you can, of course, scare into your mind negative consequences from just about anything. You can imagine negative consequences from just about anything, right? Now, I hope that you guys were able to adjust to this reality, right? The Biden is the U.S. president. I talked about that, of course, months ago, shortly after the election. I'm like, yeah, Biden's going to going to get in, right? I mean, that's that's just, you got to prepare yourself for that. That's the way the media wants it. Uh, that's the way, apparently, most of the voters wanted it, and that's, right? So, that is how uh, things things played out. So, you know, I just hope you guys recognize I didn't steer you wrong. I didn't give you, you know, if you were Trump supporters, I didn't want to give you false hope. Because when false hope comes crashing down, it's kind of what happened at the Capitol, right? When false hope comes crashing down, people get they get kind of volatile, right? And anyway, I didn't want you to get false hope. If that was your goal, if that was your thought, if that was your idea, I did follow with some interest some of the claims being made by various lawyers uh, involved in adjudicating or trying to get courts to adjudicate the election. But of course, the uh, the courts really didn't hear the arguments, and the supposed bombshell evidence. I did not see being produced, you know, this uh, connections with Germany and, and server raids. And man, it's just, it's wild. It's wild just how utterly fantastical some of these claims were, how little of the, how few of them played out. And I just hope that you remember as you sort of move forward. I hope that you remember that I did not try to give you uh, false, false hope about the way these things were going to play out. Now, the question of uh, what you do, of course, is you take people who have acted in a way that society perceives to be bad, and I think some of these guys, I mean, you can see them pounding through doors and where the woman was shot, and, uh, I mean, according to Mike Cernovich, uh, you know, these, these guys could face like 10 years. And it's going to be pretty tragic, because some people were just kind of wandering in out of curiosity, and the capital is supposed to be open to the public, just not the public trying to break through glass and stuff. And they're going to get caught up. And uh, was it Lindsey Graham was saying that he won't rest until people are rounded up and, and all of that. And it's uh, so what you do is you, you find people who've acted illegally, you find people who've acted badly, and then you try to figure out what beliefs, what arguments put them in that particular mindset. And then what you do is you try to ban those arguments, right? So the argument now is that uh, Q QAnon, which I've never subscribed to, just so you know. Are, are there pedophiles in power in various places around the world? Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's, not, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just, just open fact. I mean, there, there have been investigations into high-ranking pedophiles in various places uh, throughout the... Um, uh, Margaret Thatcher was involved in, unfortunately, well, morally, tragically, and, and awfully uh, uh, closing down inquiries into these uh, things. And uh, yeah, there are people who have a lot of power who 
uh, sexually abuse uh, children, right? Is, is it a big, giant, satanic cabal that runs everything? I don't believe so. I don't believe so at all. But now, of course, because some of the people who did bad things, did the wrong things, did illegal things, well, they followed this QAnon. And I don't know much about QAnon other than it was supposed to be what some high-ranking person who was leaking out information about some secret plan to restore the Republic or get the bad guys that were perceived as wrongdoers by the Republican base and so on. I don't really know much about it other than that I saw people various, when I was back, when I was still on Twitter, I would see people mocking, you know, trust the, trust the plan. And there was supposed to be all this stuff happening with Jeff Sessions, and then there was supposed to be William Barr. And of course, none of it came to fruition. And that's, I mean, it's rough for people, right? It's rough for people because if you have thrown your hopes behind some theorized movement that is going to achieve some perceived good that you want to achieve or you want to attain, if you believe then, then in that, then what you haven't done is, is acted to improve your own life, spread reason and evidence. Uh, you're like, trust the plan. Trust the plan is a kind of paralysis, right? It's a kind of paralysis. I mean, I don't believe uh, in Q. Uh, I never advocated uh, Q anon. And I'm not saying that's a virtue signal. It's just, just a fact, right? I mean, and you know, the people who did, though, unfortunately, they burned up a couple of years of their life, right? They burned up a couple of years of their life not acting to achieve virtue in their own life. It's like it's like people who, like the really overweight not that these people are, it's just an analogy, right? The people who are like, you're really overweight and you believe or you subscribe to a group that believes that there's going to be a magic fat-burning pill that's going to come down the pipe soon. And it's going. you're going to take that pill and over a long weekend, you're going to wake up slim and toned and, right, it's just a magic pill, right? Well, Imagine if you if you believe that there's a magic pill, and nothing serves immorality like the perception of a shortcut, right? That that's valid, it's useful, it's good, right? So you're 300 pounds, and one guy is saying to you, oh, you know, that's really bad for your joints. It's really bad for your liver. It's really bad for your heart. You're gonna get you diabetes, and and you you gotta you got to lose the weight, man. You, you got to, and how are you going to, when you got to exercise, you got to eat well. And it's going to take a long time and it's going to be really hard, really hard. And you're going to end up with all this excess skin and you might have to have it sliced off in more operations and you may never feel comfortable wearing a bathing suit, but you know, you got to, you got to turn it around, right? You, you got to, and it's going to take years. It's going to take a lot of willpower. It's going to be tough. You're going to hate the process but that's right. So that's the one guy. And the other guy is saying, no, man, this is, forget that guy. Forget that guy. He's, I don't know what, where, I don't know what his deal is, but I'm telling you, there's this magic pill. Now, I can't tell you exactly when it's going to come out, but I, I've seen the formula. I've seen it in action. It's, it's an amazing thing. You take this pill and over a couple of days, everything this guy tells you is going to take years to achieve you get it in a couple of days and uh, you don't have to worry ever about current weight or future weight. You're going to be trim, lean, and mean for the rest of your life. Now, 
the people who were saying high road and high road, hard road, well, they tend not to be super popular, right? Because they're telling you the truth. And the truth is not particularly popular in this or any other age. And so when I come along and say, you know, the, the road to a better world is personal integrity, peaceful parenting, keeping abusive, relentlessly abusive people out of your life, well, that's hard, man. That's, that's going to that's gonna cost you. You're going to have to sweat that out. You're going to feel really down, really low, really rejected. People are going to make up crap about you and lie about you. And, oh, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. And then some other guy is like, trust the plan. <laughs> this. A, a, a mysterious set of circumstances that you could read tea leaves of that are going to produce just the world you want and you won't have to go through any of that tough stuff, man. It's going to be a magic pill. It's a magic pill. And that magic pill is going to solve your problems. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. Well, of course, the reality is there was no plan. Never was. Now, not only... Here's the thing, right? Not only do you not, let's say 300 pounds and someone says, eat less and exercise, and someone else says, magic pill. Now, if you really believe that a magic pill is going to come along and the weight's just going to melt off you, as they say, melt away the pounds, right? While you sleep, eat this before dinner, or eat this before bedtime and watch belly fat melt away. Well, I'll tell you what happens. This is why people got so angry this year, this decade, right? That's why people got so angry. You start at 300 pounds, but you know what? You believe, you believe, you believe that there's a magic pill coming down the pipe. So you know what? Hell, I mean, if there's a magic pill coming down the pipe, well... I'll just have some more cheesecake. It doesn't matter, because the magic pill's going to melt away the pounds. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have some more candy. Yeah. Hot chocolate? Oh, man, that goes down really nice on a cold day. And, and doesn't it? It doesn't it really? <laughs> it really does. Nothing quite like heated Bailey's ice cream. No, no, heated Bailey's, <laughs> Bailey's ice cream. Where's my mind? Heated Bailey's liqueur, right? I haven't had it in many, many, many years. But when I did have it, it was pretty nice. So people are like, oh, if, if a magic pill's coming down that I'm going to end up with muscle without having exercise, I'm not going to go climb some stairs. I'll take, the, I'll take the elevator. I'll take the escalator. I'll go up in a hot air balloon, anything, but use my muscles. And the 300 pounds becomes what? 305, 310, 320, 40, 50, maybe you you hit 400 pounds, it doesn't matter, because the magic pill's coming, right? So not only do you not pursue the right thing to do, you indulge yourself in the wrong things, the wrong dietary choices, the wrong exercise choices, because the magic pill is coming. Now, you started off at 300 pounds four years ago. And now you're 400 pounds and there's no magic pill. How angry are you going to be? 
How angry are you going to be? Now, rationally, logically, sensibly, who should you get angry at? Well, should you get angry at the person who said, no, 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 magic pill. Don't worry about exercise and eating well. Or magic pill. Probably works for the undertakers, right? Should you be mad at that person? Yeah, I think so. I think it's fair. Somebody came along and told you something was true when it wasn't. And it cost you enormously. And you're now in a much worse position than you were before you took the easy road. Trust the plan. Magic pill. You don't have to risk anything. You don't have to do anything. You just have to trust the plan. Trust the plan. And uh, people had this to some degree with uh, with Trump as a whole, but that's not particularly here and there. I'm sort of talking about sort of the more extreme ideology, conspiracy theory stuff, right? Trust the plan. So people are angry, and they're incredibly angry, and I'll tell you who they're angry at. They're angry at themselves, of course. If you started at 300 pounds, and now you're at 400 pounds, and you have less muscle mass, even less muscle mass than when you started, now it may be too late for you to ever get healthy. Maybe, but you're certainly a long way further back. You've probably had this at some point in your life. I mean, <laughs> particularly if you're a guy, right? You have this at some point in your life. You, before GPS, right? You lost, and you stop and you pull over, and someone gives you really complicated instructions. And your girlfriend or your wife says, did you get that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Do you get it? Did you get it? Not really. You kind of got it, kind of didn't. Didn't write it down. And then you end up uh, getting lost. Now, do you sit there to your girlfriend or your wife? Do you turn and say, you know what? I kind of lied. <laughs> I kind of lied when I said I got it. I think I got it, but I didn't really get it. I should have written it down. You were right. It was my mistake, right? Do you say that? You might. You should. It's an honest thing to do. And in dysfunctional families, you would be castigated and humiliated forever. Dysfunctional families, if you make a mistake, it becomes your thing. Like, you know, if you drop a couple of plates, suddenly you become the clumsy one. Oh, remember that time when dot, 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 right? And then at any time there's ever anything in the future, right? It's always, oh yeah, this is just like that time when dot, 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 right? And they attempt to encase you in a mistake and make it your sort of permanent prison. Or do you turn to your girlfriend, your wife, and you say, oh, can't believe that can't believe that person gave us the wrong directions. You know, if you don't know where something is, you shouldn't pretend to know, you will say, projecting like mad. You shouldn't pretend to know. You just, she could have just told me. I don't know where it is. She gave me this long convoluted thing. She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. And now we're lost. Now, the sad thing is that your wife, your girlfriend, knows the truth, and you know the truth. But nobody's saying it. Nobody's admitting it, right? Now, what you should be, of course, you should be mad at yourself for pretending that you knew where the hell you were going. You should maybe be mad at your upbringing, your parents maybe, who didn't allow you to admit fault or didn't encourage the admittance of fault. Because, you know, you admit fault around healthy people, they respect you more. You admit fault around dysfunctional people, they'll, they'll make you pay. So people were told, trust the plan. Jeff Sessions has got everything lined up. 
Bill Barr's got everything lined up. Release the Kraken. They've got it all lined up. The evidence is forthcoming. It's just about to come. There have been raids in Germany. The lawsuits in Texas, Georgia, Supreme Court, stacked with Trump appointees. They're going to hear the case. Oh, wait, no, Mike Pence. Mike Pence is, is going to reject the... Right, there's a, the, they're going to reject the votes in the majority of states. The Republicans are like, ah, right. Magic pill's coming. Magic pill's coming. And people avoid doing what they need to do. Here's the thing, too. Like, I mean, when it comes to, you know, let's say that you are an... Look, and, and the left does this all the time. If you're an ardent Democrat and a friend of yours says, I'm going to vote Republican, I'm going to vote Trump, and you genuinely believe that Trump and, and the Republicans are like white supremacists, neo Nazis, white nationalists, whatever, right? You genuinely believe that, right? And and then then what are you gonna do? Say, I'm gonna vote for Biden. Your friend says, Well, I'm voting Trump. And you genuinely believe that Trump and the Republicans are these terrible people, then what you have to say is, sorry, you're not my friend anymore. And then that's what Democrats often will do. They will often do that. And there have been articles and articles about this, right? I'm not just making this up. And so, if you are a Republican and you believe that the Biden-Harris administration is going to usher in an unprecedented assault on the Constitution, on the First and Second Amendments, on uh, your liberties, uh, it's going to usher in socialism, blah, blah, blah. if you genuinely believe that, right, and somebody says, I'm voting Biden, then you should say, by the same logic, right, as the left, you should say, uh, yeah, we can't be friends. Yeah, we can't, sorry. If, if you're going to vote in socialism, uh, no, can't, can't do it, right? You could even part semi-amicably, wish you the best. I hope to be wrong, but no. Uh, socialism would, you know, I've, I've, seen, I've seen what happened in Venezuela, Cuba, Chile prior to the counter-revolution. Uh, you know, I've seen what's happened, uh, studied the history of communism. So, I mean, like, you can't, I can't, it, it would take away so much of what I find valuable and liberating in this world, so I can't be friends with you, sorry. Now, this, of course, has been my preferred argument. And they say, oh, you just, you, you, you want to kick people out of your life just for disagreeing with you. It's like, oh, come on, that's just so stupid. I mean, that's so stupid that anybody who believes that argument, you just don't don't listen to the show, please. And don't ever tell people you listen to the show. I beg you. But no, if you're going to live your values, right? And, and I say this to the Democrats too. Like, if you genuinely believe, I don't, but if you genuinely believe that Trump and the supporters are all neo-Nazis, of course you can't stay friends with a Trump supporter. And if you're on the left, sorry, if you're on the right and you believe that Biden-Harris is going to usher in socialism, undermine, undermine the Constitution... Right then, then if somebody wants to vote Biden, then how can they can't be a friend? They can't be a friend, right? They support something that you have defined as evil. If someone supports something knowingly, consciously, that you have defined as evil, you cannot be their friend. And I'm not saying I'm saying you cannot be their friend. I'm saying you cannot be. If I say you can't breathe in space, nobody's saying, "Oh my God, Steph is forbidding us to breathe in space." No, I'm just. It's a fact. If somebody 
with full knowledge, or at least reasonable knowledge, openly support something you define as evil, you cannot be their friend. You cannot love an evil doer or an evil supporter or supporter of evil. Now, you may pray for them. You may care for them in an abstract way, but you can't be friends with them because they support something that you consider or you have judged to be immoral. And, you know, assuming you've had the conversations and so on, right? So my approach, now that's a high road, that's a hard road. That's a eat less and exercise situation, right? Which is, no, man, you support these guys, these lunatics, these these evildoers. Uh, and I'm sorry, can't can't do it. Do you, do you want to vote for a guy whose laptop contains these images and this these situations? You want to vote for a guy who openly brags about bringing massive political pressure on the government of Ukraine to fire a prosecutor looking into his son's activities or activities his son was involved in? Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> so that's that's a hard road, right? Now, that's, that's a tough road. And that's going to give you some loneliness. It's going to give you some time out in the desert before you get to the new land, the promised land, like-minded people, right? So that's my argument, and that could have changed things quite a bit. But what people did was they looked at the philosopher saying, high road, hard road, and they looked at the sophist saying, trust the plan, trust the plan. You don't have to do anything because Sessions and Barr and Pence and this convoluted interpretation of this particular legal rule from 1876, this has got it in the bag. You don't need to, you don't need to challenge any of your personal relationships. You don't, right? Just trust the plan. And so, you got what you chose. Do you understand that? You chose the easy road. You chose Trump's charisma will pull us through. The strong economy will pull us through. Me sharing stories of the Hunter Biden laptop. That will do it. Pence will do it. Congress will do it. And all of that means I don't have to. I don't have to do the difficult things necessary to achieve my moral goals. Again, I've never, ever, 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 and never will counsel violence. Ever, ever, ever. Because choosing to detach from people who follow knowingly a belief you have defined as evil is not violent. Because that's like saying not dating someone is rape. Not seeing people. Now, look, things will get... Look, as long as you want this easy road, your life will just get worse. And, of course, this, this office, I understand the temptation. Oh, my God, do I understand the temptation. I really do, and I'm not saying you're a bad person if you chose this path. But, you know, grow up and admit and accept and understand you chose this path. You chose this path and you chose this loss because you wanted an easy way to achieve the morals you want to see in the world. 
You wanted an easy way for that to happen, which means some external force, some external rule, some external court, some external <sighs> prosecutor, someone was going to be able to achieve the world that you want and you weren't going to have to do anything in your personal life that was going to put anything at risk. Well, guess what? The data is in. The data is in. If you chose this path, I'm not just talking the Q stuff, you understand. If you chose this path, here's your healing moment, man. Here's your healing moment. Your healing moment is that it's up to you. No one is coming to hand deliver to you the world that you want. The world that you want will be achieved through the peaceful support of your values and the ostracism of those who oppose your values, who oppose the non-aggression principle, who oppose peaceful parenting, who oppose property rights, peaceful disassociation from those who, if they get their way, the world that you want mostly goes bye-bye. I don't, and this is probably because I've done it for so many, I don't understand why it's so tough for people to do that. I genuinely don't. Like why people would choose this over, you know, some tough conversations and some walkaways. And it doesn't have to be permanent. People can wake up and they can figure out that you're right or they can figure out that what you're talking about is moral and they can turn around or they can come back. I understand. Right? You get all of that. Nobody's saying any of this has to be permanent. In the same way, like you, you, you have an intervention with someone, it doesn't mean you're never going to see them again. It's like, I'm not going to see you until you're clean, until you drop the addiction, right? So, libertarians, anarcho-capitalists, voluntarists, you name it, I know, and Republicans, and many Democrats, I know that you have not been living your values. You have not been manifesting them in your personal relationships. In other words, you are coating your treasure in a medium layer of viscous bullshit, thus discrediting what you believe. I mean, if you define something as immoral and somebody consciously approves, praises, and wishes to implement that which you call evil, and it has no consequence, no practical consequence to your relationship. It's just posturing. It's just posturing. It's just posturing. And this was evidence, like this was evident like 13 years ago when the mainstream media first attacked me for the argument that you don't have to have abusive people in your life, particularly parents. That's the first thing they attacked. Well, why did they attack me for that? Because they wished to neutralize the power of that argument. They wish to neutralize the power of that argument. That's what changes the world. Personal integrity, not abstract arguments, not spreadsheets of data, not databases of correlations and graphs and charts. And like, that doesn't change the world. Personal conviction changes the world. Personal conviction changes the world. Archimedes said, give me a lever long enough, I can move the world. Give me a moral belief deep enough the world will adapt to you. 
Now, I know, I know that I'm in the wilderness. I'm in the wilderness out here. Attacked, scorned, maligned, mocked. That's okay. <laughs> that is okay. I have a great life. Even today, I have a great life. Spent time with my wife. Spent time with my daughter. Played some games with friends. It's a great life. And the reason why people are angry, frustrated, hurt, and upset is because they don't want to take responsibility that they got what they chose. The left is committed to what it wants, and it's committed to how to get there. And it cancels ostracism all the time. Several relationships, several relationships, several relationships. It's what they say all the time. Get people fired, get people deplatformed, get people kicked off, get people ostracized. They cancel detachment from their ideological enemies all the time. Guess who's winning? And guess who didn't want you to have that peaceful, peaceful strategy? And the world will continue to get worse until you wake up from the dream of sophistry, the dream of the magic pill, that you're not going to have to put anything on the line personally. Someone else is going to handle it. Trust the plan. You couldn't inject a more potent paralytic into the conservative movement than this 40 chest trust the plan crap. You ever heard me talk about people doing 4D chess? <laughs> He's just a man. Trump's just a man. And when people pour the hope that he's the magic pill so they never have to diet and exercise for year after year after year, I mean, did you see me ever giving up on this argument? I've continually, continuously repeated this argument for the last half decade. In fact, much longer than that. But I did not say, oh, well, we never have to worry about living our ideals in our personal life because there's a plan. And Trump's going to solve everything. Or Sessions, or Barr, or Pence, or Lynn Wood, or Sidney Powell, or laws or courts, or blah, right? Kavanaugh. No. No, and of course, it is the curse of the wise to forever be unable to compete with sophists. I could just give you the arguments. I can give you the example. I've given you the empirical evidence of my own life. I've given you the arguments. It's up to you now. Do you make a commitment to not pretend to have relationships with people who knowingly follow what you define as immoral. Now, if you're like, well, you know, that's fine for Twitter, you know, it's fine to troll people with this, I don't actually want to make any suggestions, fine, okay, then you will continue, to, your life will continue to get worse, the world will continue to get worse, and you will have lost any and every and all moral rights to complain about the world that you live in. And you know this... I mean, you know the lies that are out there about me, right? So you share something and somebody says, ooh, but this person says this, this stuff is bad. 
They're trying to get you to dissociate from me, and if you won't, then they'll threaten to dissociate from you. Are you right? It's funny, you know. It's funny and tragic that so many libertarians, free marketers, say that the right to deny a good or service is foundational to freedom. Where you can't deny a good or service, like government health care, government schools, the DMV, taxation, the Department of Defense, Department of Homeland Security, like you name it, right? Where you can't possibly say no to a good or service, that's where tyranny is, right? That's where, or at least a lack of freedom is, right? But you have the right to deny any of your personal relationships. But if you don't have that functional right, in other words, if people can be in your face talking about the glories of the expanded state, the evils of the people who follow peaceful doctrines that you espouse, like non-aggression principle, property rights, self-ownership, and so on, right? If you're, if you're not free to leave those relationships that abuse your morals and your future, if you're not free to leave those relationships, what the hell are you complaining about the Department of Justice? or the Sorry, what are you complaining about the Department of Defense for? What are you complaining about the Department of Education for? What are you complaining about government programs as a whole for? You say, oh, I hate being forced to pay taxes to pay for schools I don't like. Oh, socialist Aunt Edna wants me over on Sunday for brunch. Okay. I don't like to go, but I'll go. Like, you don't, I mean, you, where you actually have a choice, you're not exercising it, but you're railing against something you don't have a choice about. It's paying taxes, right? You pay your taxes. And look, I know a lot of you, this is old hat, and, I, and I'm just, I'm talking to the, the others, right? The last, the last thing I wanted to mention, and we'll get to the caller, and thank you for your listening. Last thing I wanted to mention is, so it's something that Julian Assange said, uh, I don't think it was even too long ago. He said, all the wars in America, all the American wars, wars fought by, by America, all the wars for the last half century have been lied about and sold by the media, the mainstream media, right? So, I mean, you could certainly argue that the media was behind Korean War, certainly was behind the Vietnam War. And he's saying, and of course the Iraq War is the big one, right? He said, he said every single war for the last half century fought by America resulted from lies and propaganda by the media. So earlier, I was talking about how, ooh, you know, this is the new standard. The ideas that you promote, the arguments that you put forward, might result in harm to someone. <laughs> oh, it's a bitter laugh, man. It's a bitter freaking laugh. You know why, right? You know why? There are weapons of mass destruction held by Saddam Hussein that could easily reach the United States, and we don't want the smoking gun to be in the form of a mushroom cloud. Condoleezza Rice, I think it was. 
He's bought yellow cake from Niger. These aluminum tubes could be used for rockets. Donald Rumsfeld, we know where the WMDs are. They're north, they're east, west, some south. Yeah. <laughs> north, east, west, south. N-E-W-S. News, right? So you see, ideas or arguments that could result in harm must be banned. Must be banned. But the media drives war. Quick question. Who gets harmed more? Civilians in Iraq? Or the Capitol Police? And what happened to the Capitol Police was terrible. Was it 16 injured? One guy I was reading took a, one of these uh, cops took a, secure, took a fire extinguisher, I think, to the head. Later died of his injuries. Terrible. I mean, they're not exactly SWAT teams over there, right? They're people who unhook velvet ropes to let the public into the Capitol. So, the new standard, you see, is that ideas that could, could lead to harm, well, all of those who advocate those ideas must be banned. Another quick question. Um, has the idea of communism ever led to any harm? Yeah, I think so. Socialism? Yeah, I think so. The constant fueling of racial animosity, does that lead to harm? This constant narrative that uh, cops are out there hunting down and killing unarmed black men for sport, does that produce any harm? Just out of curiosity, does that produce any harm? I'm just, I'm just saying, don't let them grab this narrative that, well, ideas which produce harm must be banned, because there are ideas that produce harm. Absolutely. I think some of the hopium that was sold to the Trump supporters post-election, pretty dangerous stuff. But if you're going to start talking body counts, uh, there's a lot of ideas out there with many, many higher body counts that are not just... I mean, it's not just that they're not banned, you understand. It's not like, well, if you're a communist, you're, you're not banned from social media because, you know, ideas could produce harm. 100 million people dead, I think that's pretty fucking harmful. It's not just that. It's that communists celebrate it. They get parades. They get massive government subsidies to indoctrinate the young through universities, think tanks. They never face fear of banning for advocating ideas that have dominoed to the deaths of 100 million people plus just in the 20th century alone, less than a century. 1917 Russian Revolution to 2000. <sighs> 83 years, 100 million dead. That's a lot of dead people. Destroyed lives. But those ideas never face banning, and they actually will be massively subsidized. And if you were to try and take away those subsidies or institute those bans, it would be considered appalling. So just this idea that, well, what we're out there is we're looking for ideas that are going to have negative consequences or ideas that could potentially cause harm, 
And if we're going to ban people who have that's not true. It's not, it's not the standard. We all know what the standard is. It's too boring. So this is why I don't do politics. This is not, a, this is not an analysis of politics. This is an encouragement to stop snorting the hopium and start fucking acting in your life like you actually mean what you believe. Peacefully, peacefully, voluntarily. Ostracismly. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the uh, intro. I appreciate that. Freedomain.com forward slash donate. And listen, you want to understand this stuff? You want to understand this stuff? I got a whole free book, man. You think my nonfiction is good? You wait till you listen to my fiction, particularly the way that I read it. It's really, really, really good. Hey, I know the things that I'm not great at. I will never tell you I'm the next Pavarotti. I will never tell you I'm an ace tennis player. I'm really good at philosophy, really good at public speaking, I'm really good at nonfiction, but I'm truly excellent at fiction. That's what I've been doing that's what I had been doing the most and the longest. I wrote my first short story when I was six. I'll tell it to you one day. I still remember it very vividly. I wrote my first short story when I was six. I started writing. My, I wrote my first novel when I was eleven. I've written about what eight novels, and one of them is called Almost, and the other one is called The God of Atheist. Almost you can get for free audiobook. We're working on the uh, EPUB. The audiobook, freedomain.com forward slash almost. You can read the beginning, you can listen to the beginning, you can uh, subscribe. Any feed catcher will get it, right? Just subscribe. Freedomain.com forward slash almost. The other is called The God of Atheists, which is a comedy. Uh, it's a pretty dark comedy, but very funny, about uh, a bunch of children who start to have clear-eyed moral examinations of the adult corruption around them. And it's a great book. It's a great book. And it was called The Great Canadian Novel by a PhD reviewer. And you can get that at FDR URL, free domain radio URL, fdrurl.com forward slash TGOA for the God of Atheist, TGOA. And uh, audiobook. You can also get the uh, EPUB of that. And it's great. You just do something to enrich yourself. Do something to deepen and broaden Right, because all this sophistry and this, you know, Breitbart hyperkinetic electrical epileptic stimulation of horror, shock, this, that, and the other, it's designed to shock you into shallowness. Shock you into shallowness, like that. The caricature of the woman <gasps> with her hand over her mouth. Oh, it just shocks you into shallowness. It's like those trashy headlines: shock. Horror, you know, it's just designed to shock you into shallowness, but there is real depth in the work that I do, and I hope that you will join me there. That's where the nutrition of life is, that's where the richness of life is, and that's where the real power to change the world is going to come from. <laughs>